Welcome to Beeson's Primetime Action on a Tuesday night from the lovely South Point Hotel Casino here on the tip of the strip. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin, the band together tonight for a whole bunch of baseball uh, and uh, not a whole bunch of basketball, no. but at least one marquee matchup, right? Milwaukee and Brooklyn. The rematch from Sunday. How you doing, man? We've got a short, got a short little basketball slate tonight, but we yeah. have plenty of baseball to make up for. Plenty of baseball. We do have a few tips here in just a moment. So we do have the Mavericks and the Heat. Kristaps uh, Porzingis out in this one. Uh, Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo remain out for the Heat as well. Sitting right now, Heat three and a half point favorites, two sixteen. Your total, we have the Kings and the Thunder. And no Jimmy Butler in that game, too. Sorry, Jimmy sorry, Butler's but, out Yeah, he well? was kind of a late scratch oh, all right. about like an hour and a half ago. Um, Kings and the Thunder. Kings on the front end of a back-to-back. They play at the Pacers tomorrow night. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes out in this one for the Kings. As we sit right now, we got the, we got the Kings about a five, five-and-a-half-point favorite, 228. Your total. And then the other game tipping off here momentarily is the second half of the couplet between the Warriors and the Pelicans. Warriors got it done last night, 123 to 108. Steph had 41. Zion had 32 in that one. So everybody did their part that should have done their part. But uh, Steph, a little bit more help from his from his mates in that one. Zion's 32. I used not Ke- good I used, enough. I used Kelly's uh, remark from last night this morning, which is betting against the Warriors is like filling – for uh, for what's it not the cartridges? What is it called again? The uh, chambers. Chambers. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Chambers, Never come yeah. up with that word. Four chambers with Steph Curry, and then uh, doing it at your risk. The two blanks. Yeah. Every yeah. now and then, yeah, two blanks. Uh, right now, Pelicans point and a half favorites, two thirty four and a half in that one. We do have one late tip, ten Eastern, seven Pacific. That is the Raptors and the Clippers. The Clippers are nine and a half point favorites, two eighteen and a half, two nineteen. Your total, Gary Trent Jr., OG, both out for the Raptors in that one. We also have some questionables there. Uh, Patrick Beverly actually got upgraded to questionable. He hadn't played in about a month, so he might actually return to action tonight. And if he doesn't, that means he is pretty soon to be back in action there for the Clippers as well. All right. Uh, by the way, I'm tracking a uh, first half total here, 57-51. How do they know? Suns over uh, Cleveland right now. The first half total is 109, 30 seconds left. So uh, we'll see if it's a bucket for the overs or a non-bucket for the unders in that one right there. Um, see, we do have one first pitch in about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, we it's the uh, it's the Indians and the Royals. That is Phil Maton. Matten? Don't even know. I've never never heard of the guy. M A T O N. Never heard of him. Um, against Mike Miner. The Mike Miner and the Royals. How many times do you think I'll say this? Yeah. Mike Miner and the Royals, minus 145 favorites. Wow. Yeah. Well, Mike Miner and the Royals, minus 145 favorites over the Indians in that one. Again, first pitch in about five minutes if you want to get involved there. Uh, I got the uh, the over caches, by the way, on that. The Phoenix uh, over for the first half for those who were in that. Uh, 112 gets done after a 109 total there. Uh, the only preflop I have tonight is the first five between Detroit and Boston. Uh, I'm on the Tigers as a dog in the first five. First five bet. Fulmer against Pavetta have the Tigers at plus 148. Uh, is it good when the opposing team uh, bats around in the top of the in the uh, bottom of the first? Is that good? Because the uh, Red Sox played at four runs. Detroit did get two back in the top of the second, so four to two. Kelly, what's going on uh, with the games that are 
underway. Yeah, I've got I Gil, I made my third baseball bet of the year today. Third third baseball bet of the year. I did a, a little base uh, basketball betting, you know. I saw this guy named Jacob DeGrom get scratched. Yes. I was like, I should probably rush to bet that other side. So I'm on the Cardinals uh tonight. I don't even know if that game's under. We're in a rain delay. Rain delay. Yes. Okay, cool. Great. I don't, don't think right it's now. rained out now. So we're in a rain delay right now. After so I got that amazing number. for you. Hopefully they get things back going there. And then, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I'm back on the Pelicans again tonight. So oh, you did it day. again. I did it again. First time I've done that all year. I told, I told you I've been staying away from those couplet games, but I'm back on it again tonight. Too mad after last night. All right, <laughs> NBA updates. Uh, we've got the Suns up on the Cavs right now at half. Gil, you just hit that. 59-53, Suns leading there. Live numbers. Uh, live, Just a live total up right now, 223. The Hornets leading the Pistons in the second quarter, 46-41. Four minutes left to go there. And the Bucks are up early on the Nets, 25-20. Three minutes left in the first quarter. We'll hit those other scores in just a couple seconds. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, by the way, if you if you lose this on the Pelicans, maybe a Britney Spears-inspired video from you. Oops, I did it again. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Gil Alexander, yeah, cool. Matt Brown, Danielle Avari, Kelly Bidlin. I think we can get a groundswell of support for that. What else is going on, Kelly? Over in, uh, so the game's over and on in baseball right now. we got the Marlins up on the Diamondbacks, top of the fifth. It is to 3-1 Marlins. Uh, live numbers, Marlins minus 650, Diamondbacks plus 457.5, your live total in that game. Braves and Nationals scoreless, bottom of the fourth. Nationals minus 125 live, Braves minus 105, 5.5 is your live total in that game. Brewers and Phillies all tied at one in the bottom of the third. The Yankees leading the Astros 3-1 to in the bottom of the third. Yankees are minus 450 live. Astros plus 340. 9.5 year live total in that game. Red Sox up on the Tigers 4-2, to bottom of the second. Make that 5-2. to I just saw live numbers clear, and that's why. 5-2 to now Red Sox over the Tigers. Bottom of the second. Sorry, Mr. Gil Alexander. That's all right. Twins leading the Rangers two to one. Bottom of the first. Twins minus two sixty live. Rangers plus two ten. Ten and a half. Your live total there. The White Sox on top of the Reds one nothing. Top of the second. White Sox minus one sixty live. Reds plus one thirty. Nine and a half. Your live total in that game. And I know Matt Brown has his one MLB uh, play cashed already. That was already home. Yeah, Giants. <laughs> that one got home early. Giants leading the Rockies 12-4, to four, top of the <laughs> yes. seventh. No live numbers for that. Matt, would you play the over in that game? Good call. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a doubleheader, so the, the number was low. It was at eight, but it's just, it was just, it's just such a – it was just – one of those, one of those, listen, started to heat up just a little bit there in, in Colorado as well. Like they're getting into the, the high fifties, low sixties now. So we're not, no longer playing games in 32 degree weather starts going a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that one did not take long <laughs> to get done at all. San Francisco put up a 10 spot in the in top of the first. So uh, it was over. Easy yeah. winner there. That easy just, winner in the top of the first. Dunzo, on an over. Dunzo, I don't know. Like right that. there. Yes. This was the first inning, double, single, 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 walk, single fielder's choice. Double, strikeout, walk, homer, homer, ground out. <laughs> Isaiah may have had a no-run first inning in that game, but, you know, I'll move along from that. Uh, Dodgers-Cubs uh, scoreless, top of the second, uh, back into their doubleheader today, I believe, correct? Yep. Yeah. Dodgers minus 190 live, Cubs plus 124 and a half. Your live total in NHL action. Devils lead in the Bruins, one nothing. end of one. 
Live numbers minus 115 each way on that four and a half your live total. Blackhawks leading the Hurricanes two to one, 14:43 left to go in the second period. Uh, the Blackhawks, no, those live numbers are off. Penguins leading the Flyers one to nothing, 18:30. Remaining in the second period in that game, Penguins minus 320 live, Flyers plus 250, five and a half your live total shaded to the under, and the Islanders lead the Sabres 2-1, to one, 15 minutes to go in the second period, Islanders minus 500 live, Sabres plus 375, six and a half your live total. A um, couple notes in, uh, in uh, sports today, one betting related, one not so much, but it is betting related also, both of them. First one is Degrom got scratched, which which you mentioned earlier. Broke my, I mean, I, I saw this come across, and it just, I didn't even think to go bet. I just, it broke my heart, and I was just like, no, please no. Like we we've we lost we lost Thor before the, end of the beginning. Is it we Dustin May's gone now? Like, please no, please no. We can't have this. And we don't know the word yet. Is that the story? Uh, it is te- as of right now, right lat inflammation. Oh no. Right let lat it, Let it be the lat. Yes. Let it be the lat. Right lat inflammation is what it is listed as right, right now. Yeah, I, I was doing my normal NBA injury report watching, and then I'm like, DeGrom being out, that seems important. It was a flurry of injuries today, too. Yelich went back on the IL yeah. again. They're yeah. like going to – they're like close to shutting him down for a while because he God. went to him basically today and said, I just can't play every day with whatever's going on in my back. And like – it's a back issue, Gil. Are we going to look back at his 2019 season and just say that was that was his moment maybe in the that, sun? Maybe that was it. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, young like, enough where that doesn't have I'll to be. I'll tell you, back issues. Yeah, oh. yeah, not great, dude. I didn't even tell you about mine today. What's oh. another story? Yeah, I mean. the the, uh, the the Degrom thing. Now, not to be callous, because we hope he's mm. he's okay. But we were just talking about this last night, right? With listed pitchers and not listed pitchers. Mm-hmm. So if you bet this action today, yep. right, anticipating Jacob Degrom. You're on the hook at minus 250. So hopefully you listened last night. Yeah. Because yes, this is uh, this is not where you want to be in all of this. Always, Hope I mean, it works out for you. I always say, but I I just can't ever, especially if you're betting favorites. Like, listen, if you're betting a favorite, like always, always, always bet listed pitcher. There is a case. I won't even say it's a case. In in the case of big favorites, you should probably never bet action. Yeah. Right, you yeah. should. I'm not going to say never bet a favorite in action, but you certainly shouldn't be betting north of 200 favorites on action. Right, because of again, just a circumstance well, like in this. a late scratch like this. Even if it is the Dodgers or something or whatever, I mean, depending on where they are in the rotation and what they have coming up, you might get some sort of weird bullpen game out of them. And then, mm-hmm. so like you're saying, yeah, that minus 280, which is basically what every game's going off at these days for the Dodgers, has right. now like turned into a bullpen game where you know it's it's a coin flip essentially. The uh, the other thing about that that Mets <clears throat> Cardinals game, which is still in delay, and we have no way of proving this, right? There is no way of proving what I'm about to say. But it's like my conversation with Josh Towers, former major leaguer. Do when a guy doesn't get run support in the way that Jacob Degrom doesn't get run support, does, do his offensive teammates seize up and just choke? Is it in their heads? And Josh is like, it's absolutely in their heads. Does this almost give them a relief in their heads that it's not Degrom? Obviously, they want the best for their teammates, but maybe the Mets bats playing away. I mean, there's no way we can prove that. Yeah, but it's a strange sort of alchemy. Well, they they fired their hitting coaches yesterday uh, to to try to put some charge into those bats because uh, Francisco Lindor, we talked about this earlier in the season. We're like, he'll be fine. He'll get it going. And it's still early, but he has not got it going. No. Like, he, he has not got it going. And so when you sign a guy like that to that type of contract and he's not getting it going, he's not getting the boot. 
the coaches are getting the boot. And so, uh, yeah, both hitting coaches fired there for the Mets. They're going to look for try to get some answers from somewhere else. Uh, Dodgers lost the first of the uh, doubleheader, the seven-inning doubleheader with the Cubs today. Uh, Clayton Kershaw was on the hill. They lose to the Cubs 7-1. to one. That's the other sort of baseball thing. If we had the answer to this question, uh, you'd make millions betting baseball, which is guys like Kershaw, who say what you will about him. Maybe he's not vintage Kershaw, but he was easily top five starting pitchers mm-hmm. this year thus far in the National League. DeGrom, Burns, maybe Kershaw right after that. Uh, if you if you only knew when these guys with age, and I think this is the way to do it. A lot of these pitchers, if you look at their game logs, right, their, their overall stats are colored by one or two bad performances. If you only had a way to figure out with the age curve, and then some people try to model this, how often, how frequently those bad performances show up the older you get. And so I wonder with Kershaw today, like a lot of people go, well, he was this, he was that. Or maybe, maybe, it just, maybe just this just happens the older you get. Yeah, and... I'll tell you, I, until I saw it was Kyle Hendricks on the Hill, like I was looking at maybe playing the Cubs at a super elevated price strictly because of these, the other thing in this, no way to prove this either, Gil, Mm -hmm. but these weird start times, like with this being a super early start time and, and it's one of those things again, no way to prove it, but we saw a weird, weird start time earlier. Another ace, Lucas Giolito gets absolutely shelled at this weird start time. Then Kershaw comes out, gets shelled in this weird start time. You don't have that normal process. A lot of these starting pitchers have this major process they go through before they start. And like, it's just so out of the ordinary for when they get going there. And I, was tempted to play the Cubs, and then I saw it was Kyle Hendricks. I'm like, no way, no, not happening. Margin of error is too slim. Yeah, I was for like, him. not not happening against Kyle Hendricks, but it didn't didn't even matter. I mean, they're saying it's not an injury here um, with Kershaw, but he only threw 39 pitches, so I don't know. I, I'm 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 hoping for the best. I'm hoping it is not any sort of injury with him either, because um, typically these starters, like, yeah, they might get roughed up in the first inning, but I mean, you know. They give them a they give them a few innings to try to yeah. recover. Quick hook here. They're saying it wasn't an injury type situation, but um, yeah, just just odd. Thirty nine only thirty nine pitches, and then he was he was yanked. Very odd indeed. Uh, by the way, that thing about routine and early games. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, the the one thing that I could say, and 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 you're you're with this as well. It's sort of like with all these years and decades of betting, the one thing that that you and I are are more simpatico on than anything, and we're simpatico on a lot of things is. There are different ways to bet, and people are successful doing it different mm-hmm. ways. And there are old schoolers who are more smoke and mirrors guys, yeah. who are not numbers guys, who will tell you absolutely that's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you first of all, double headers are squirrely to be yep. with the lineups. But when it's an early game like that, I don't care who it is, they're just going to be off sometimes. Yeah. We saw it with somebody. It was the uh, the Patriot game, yeah, uh, the Patriot League, yeah, the G- Giolito game, G- who right. had been phenomenal. In his first two starts to start the season, goes out there and just gets wrecked in that start. Patriots Day in Boston, yeah. at 11 a.m. Eastern uh, at Fenway, which is an annual event where they run the uh, the marathon, I believe, typically that day as well. Uh, NBA, uh, again, the marquee matchup tonight, as we mentioned, Brooklyn and Milwaukee, the rematch, the remix, if you will, of Sunday's game where uh, Giannis scored 49 and KD scored 42 and Milwaukee ended up winning by three. Um, I'm just going to bring this up one more time because I know I'm sort of beating a dead horse with this, and maybe I'm maybe I'm the only one stressing it. Maybe no one else uh, even even thinks this is a thing, but I think it needs to be mentioned, which is seeding, right? So the Bucks and the uh, the Bucks and the Nets. The Nets right now two games ahead in the loss column, two and a half in terms of the standings ahead of the Bucks for the second seed. The Nets have a shot at the number one seed. 
do either of these teams care if they end up one or two or three? Right. Not really. Like if they, in other words, if they're just going to play how they play, they're going to play injuries and load management how they play. Today might not be the perfect example of that, but down the stretch, a game like tonight, again, I don't know that they care. Bucks sort of sent the message, if you believe in that kind of things, on uh, those kinds of things on Sunday, where they're like, okay, we can play with you guys, the hardened list version. Um, but I don't know that they that they care. Do the Knicks care to be full? Well, the Knicks better care because they could fall back to seven. So they better care about uh, playing through. The Knicks schedule gets a little rough now. I think the, I think the West and East each have teams that, I, I think there's a, there's a vast majority at the top that Gil, like, I don't think they care. I think you're right. I, I think the Bucks might care a little bit more than some of these other Eastern Conference teams about trying to climb that ladder as far as they can before going into the playoffs. With the troubles that they've had in the in the postseason recently, and now you're seeing a weight, you know, a stacked team like the Brooklyn Nets now in that in that conference. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. That was a live bet I hit on Sunday. I I don't know if I'm going to be look, going, looking at it again tonight, but that they're a team I think might care a little bit more than some of these others. I want to point out about the Knicks is yesterday and the day before we were saying, or or last week I was saying, the Wizards, the proverbial team, you do not want to play in the play-in, right? And maybe a hardenless version of the Nets, who's already lost to the Wizards twice this year without Harden. Uh, maybe that's a team you really don't want to play. Not saying the Wizards will beat the Nets in a series, but really not a team you want to mess with when you have Beal and, and Westbrook on the court. Um, might the Knicks, the Knicks who who were given, you know, justifiably were given all this love to during the regular season and all this love to Tom Thibodeau, the amazing job the Knicks have done to go 37-28. and 28. They've won 12 of 13. They're the fourth seed in the East, and it's nothing but love, love puppies and unicorns right now for the Knicks. But... Um, seventh seed is only three games back in the loss column. Mm-hmm. We have just enough runway for that to happen to the Knicks. And here are their next games at Denver, at Phoenix, at Clippers, at Lakers. Uh Oh, San Antonio after that might be, might they be the team that you absolutely want to play in a play in? That's a pretty good look at it. A pretty good way to look at it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, our perception yeah. is going to change massively. Well, and I think there's teams that this is going to sound odd, but teams that know that and don't know that, right? Like I think that the Steph Curry Warriors and the Beal Westbrook Wizards, I think they know if they get in a play-in, they they've got a chance to beat anybody. Do the Knicks feel that same way? I, I don't know. I think every, I think every game kind of matters for them, and these are some big games coming up, like you just said. I just wish the books would have props on this, on playing Me props. Too. Me too. Can we get that happening? Yeah. You know anybody, Matt? Get a, get mm-hmm. Playing props? You know. No, nothing. Well, you know. yeah. um, but we, we kind of know who the 10 teams are per conference. With apologies to the Pelicans, who today are, again, going to go up against the Warriors. Uh, the Pelicans with the outside shot. Of getting in. I mean, I suppose the Raptors and Bulls have the outside shot of getting into the play in. But right now, we kind of, I mean, unless something dramatic happens, because even with the Knicks schedule, they're no, they're no threat to get knocked out of the top 10 at this point. And remember the play in seven versus eight for the seventh seed, nine versus 10 for an elimination game. And then the loser of seven, eight plays the winner of nine, 10 for the eighth seed. Why are we doing it that way? I don't know, but that's how they're doing it this year. I'm okay with. I'm okay with maybe some modified version of this moving forward. I think the way that they did it is a little silly, but I'm okay with I'm okay with like some sort of like yeah. battle for the bottom to where it, there's at least a little bit of uh, maybe we can get rid of some of this tanking just a little bit. Yeah. If, there, if there are more teams in the mix, then maybe we can get rid of some of the tanking 
that is going on out there. But uh, but yeah, I think this just the route they went about it is a little little wacky. I guess Yankees Houston's a, is a big deal tonight in terms of baseball games, and we want to talk about what's the marquee matchup in baseball. That would be it. Houston has tied it up now against the Yankees three to three, top of the fourth. And my first five bet on the Tigers is going by the wayside. So in that one right now we have. Homers from Brantley and Bregman on the Astros side. And then we got a Stanton missile earlier in this game. Again, just a rocket ship home run for, for him. <laughs> um, he, he, again, he is, he is absolutely crushing the ball right now. Um, and they need that. I mean, they, they certainly need that. But if we look at the, if we look at this Astros team, again, team, I was super bullish on coming into the season, had a bunch of injuries, had the COVID stuff go on, had all that. Now, 15 and 13. So they started to pick it up here a little bit. They got back healthy. They've got these guys in here. Um, the, the, you know, Alvarez back in the lineup, Altuve back in the lineup, Bregman back in the lineup. And you start to look down the list a little bit and you're like, oh, okay. You see that our Brantley's hitting 333, Bregman's hitting right at 300, Gordon Alvarez hitting 317, Guriel's hitting 330, Correa's hitting 280. So all the stuff that we were kind of saying as far as the bats go up and down that Astros lineup, I think people were kind of writing them off because. And don't get me wrong, George Springer's a great player and all that, but like just because George Springer left, people were kind of like, eh, yeah. no, man, this, this lineup is still stout top to bottom. For sure. as, as we said all offseason, yeah. Giants win. They beat the uh, Rockies 12 to 4. So right now, at this very moment, it might change by the end of the night. The San Francisco Giants have the best record in all of baseball 18 and 11. Congrats to them. I will do some rookie passing and receiving props in the NFL. That'll be fun. Danielle will join us next. And Paul Spore from Fangraphs talking a little baseball. Coming back on Visa's Prime Time Action. VIP material. DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up using the promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, to claim your exclusive offer. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gil. Kelly, kind enough to put on my Detroit Tigers losing first five bet on the screen up there. Boston 7, Detroit 2. That ain't looking good. Danielle, how yeah. you doing? Good. Good uh, for a Tuesday. Danielle, who's hosting uh, VEASAN's My Guys in the Desert this week and doing a bang-up, fabulous job of it. Thank you. I appreciate awesome. that. Awesome. You I, love, I you keep like telling doing people it? I'm just trying not to burn the house down. That's I'm just... We're still She's here, Danielle. She's <laughs> killed The here. house that Brent Musburger built. That's right. We're still here. It's a Tuesday. You still got time, though. No. Yes. No, you, you're fabulous, and you sound like you love doing it. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. Me and Wes uh, took the reins all week. And you were saying all of it, Wes is the dude to have, right? Yes. He's a Wes is such a great partner because you can ask him a question about anything. We actually had a baseball author on, and I, he said, I can't wait to read that guy's book. I said, can you fit anything else <laughs> in there? You can fit more knowledge. But, yeah, just great to work with him. Throw 90s R&B questions at him. He'll answer everything. Yeah. Well, we can do that with you as well. 
Uh, yeah, but no, but Wes is We already super. had it. Oops, I did it again, I think, on the VEASAN Plus Plus oh, membership. It's no book. Nothing. Read it. <laughs> Matt's still Have you ever heard of a, of a podcast? He's still time stuck. to read a book. <laughs> read a book. Who has time to read that? a book? I was reading That's this weekend. awesome. He's still stuck on that I mean, book. who has time to read a book? I'm with, I'm with Matt on that now. one. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, college is the last time I did it, but I don't even think I did There's it in no college. Read so. Oh, I haven't read a book cover to cover since college for sure. High school like 24 hours of NFL draft prep. For sure. When am I supposed to be reading a book yes there's no time there's no time to read there's no, uh, a couple of notes here yes, uh, patrick beverly is going to play tonight so mm-hmm. first time in a month for the clippers Clip he show. is on a minutes restriction but he is going to give it a go and then kelly got the best of it but the uh but, but mother nature said no thanks and <laughs> the uh the mets and the cardinals has been postponed Due to rain. Dakota, just give me a loser video, man. Like, give me, give, give weather a loser video, man. Come on, third MLB bet of the season. Catch it perfect. Uh, what, are you, what are you, a documented what now? One and two? What are you? Four, no, like loser. one and one. Oh, right, because this didn't happen. Yeah. Um, by the way, I should say the flip side of what we said earlier, uh, you should never bet a minus 250 whatever action. The flip side is not true. You should not always bet the right. plus side of that every single time because you'll get shelled. You will get, yes, yeah, you'll, you'll get, get destroyed. There's no uh, doubt about that. The other thing that Danielle is uh, doing awesome is on her bets. You are a freight train right now with these. Oh, look yeah. at you today with the no runs. So I do have to disclose, I did have Giants-Rockies no-run first inning. Just tried to get a little plus money. Um, The Giants scored 10 runs in the first inning. They did. 10. Good thing you didn't points bet that one. Yeah. That that would not have been a good points bet. That would have been an expensive (laughs) points bet. It's like buying on margin. (laughs) But I am watching this uh, Indians-Royals right now. Bottom of the first, two out. So hopefully that first one comes through for me. Uh, And then we have Blue Jays-A's coming up uh, around 6.40. Pacific time, I believe, and then Rays Angels, same start time, so no run first inning on both of those. And then I grabbed a hockey bet as well. Uh, Oilers Canucks under six. Yesterday, I did end up taking the Oilers on the puck line um, because I just noticed that whenever they play the Canucks, they don't win by one, they win by many. That was my um, really extensive handicapping that went into that. Uh, So that came through. I didn't want to take the puck line again tonight because the Oilers did clinch with that win. So what are they playing against? What are they playing for with the Canucks? So uh, I'm expecting to see probably a lower scoring game, and maybe even the Canucks can pull out a win. Did you uh, did you follow Andy McNeil's play on the Golden Knights last night? I did not, but you know I had that over. You you got the over easy. Yeah, start of the second period. Um, he had the Knights last night. They were up five to four, headed into the excuse me five to three, headed into the third period. Mm-hmm. Wild score to make it five to four, and then with one thirty two left. And then again with 106 left in a span of 26 seconds, the wild score twice. And that bet is a loser. Just brutal. It's your kind of hockey bet, Matt Brown. Matt, 11 goals. Matten and Miner get it done for you. Oh, there you sure go. It's not winner. Matten, Matten, whatever it is. The winner for Danielle. No, right. no get run, it done for you. Indian world. You'll love to see it. Get it done. It was, uh, it was looking, looking shaky. Walked with Merrifield to start the inning. With Merrifield, then stole second. So uh, no outs, runner on second. But then uh, Benintendi, Santana, and Perez were nice. all three unable to get him home. For Just like phase. you scripted it, Danielle. Yes. Yes. All according to plan. All according to plan. Uh, we'll come back. Let's do these uh, rookie passing and receiving props. Yeah, you can uh, bet on these. Not just rookie of the year, but yardage props for all those drafted. Coming back right here on Veasan's Primetime Action. 
NHL and the NBA playoff races are in high gear, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges as the regular season winds down. Beeson hockey expert Annie McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Every night, they're looking at the teams who are tanking and which squads are playing to save their season so they can find you the best bets on the board. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet, including our 24-7 video coverage, odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com, our daily members-only best bet emails, and in-depth coverage of every major event in Point Spread Weekly. New issue coming out tomorrow. Now is the time to cash in on the push to the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe gil danielle you have some uh some cool little nfl props here that yeah. are uh, bettable already for some yes uh if you have points bet these ones are on points bet so they have rookie passing props up already uh trevor lawrence's passing yards awfully high 4250 and a half is the number the over minus 115 the under minus 115 as well you also have the passing touchdowns to take a look at here the number on that 24 and a half over and under both minus 115 you can also bet on zach wilson's passing yards that's at 3850 and a half over under both minus 115 and passing touchdowns 22 and a half for zach wilson over under minus 115 who's he passing those two Boy, the the let me just for for the sake of you know giving us a comparison here. Yes. Uh, Justin Herbert last year in his outstanding rookie of the year season, four thousand three hundred and thirty six yards passing, thirty one touchdowns against ten picks. Mm. To ask Trevor Lawrence to throw for forty two hundred and fifty yards, it's big a big ask. ask. Well, two things. One extra game. Yes. Oh, so yes. So one extra game. It's average, actually an average about 250 yards a game. So it's not really crazy um, with if, if you kind of look at it and you break it down. It's 250 yards a game. Also likely to be likely to be bad or at least <laughs> semi bad. So pass attempts going to be way up, right? Uh, going to be trailing a lot, going to be throwing a lot. Um, and even with those two very fine points, I'm still going to say a lot to ask. Yeah. 4,250 is a lot. Yeah. I mean, um, the, it's, you know, when you break, when you break it down, it's one, does he play all 17 games? That's something that we have to consider. Cause again, that's, that's all playing all 17 games at 250 yards a game. Right. So, I mean, that's a, a lot to ask. We know that the quarterbacks get, get nicked up and things like that from time to time. And so, um, but I think it's fair. I think it's pretty fair um, if you kind of like start to extrapolate everything out. I mean, you know, I think that that team is on the up and up, but I think they're probably a year or two away from, from really. So I think they'll probably be trailing in a lot of games, probably getting away from the run game fairly early in a lot of these games. So, you know, he'll have some games where he throws for 170. I think he'll have games where he throws for 3, 330, 340 because they'll just be down early so so much so early right. that that playing from that it, yeah. yeah that it kind of balances out of it. but i think the number's really fair i don't think that it's i don't think it's bettable at for it remember at justin herbert did that last year in 15 games did mm-hmm. not play the first either yes you like that do you like the trevor lawrence 4250 better than zach wilson 3850 i mean mm. if we're if we're assuming both play from day one which we are you know like they're both going to play from day one and if we're assuming again that that they're both 
you know that they're that they're both going to stay healthy because we have to assume health. We can't just we, we can't just assume that there's going to be an injury. You're asking for you know 226 yards a game out of out of Zach Wilson. Then at that point at 3850, you're looking at, at at 226 a game over 17 games. I think that's fairly attainable, especially for a team that we definitely know is going to be bad, right? Yeah, like like, like we know they're going to be bad. So we think. We're pretty sure the Jags will be bad, but they got a pretty good roster. I mean, they got a pretty talented roster. So, I mean, if some of these players kind of like play over their expectation, you know, they might surprise a little bit. I think we pretty much know the Jets are going to be bad. Quick, who led the NFL in uh, passing yards last year? Had to be somebody who could only air it out. Um, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, 48-23. You know the one thing we didn't really talk about the, we haven't talked about just how bad that draft was for for the Houston Texans and just how pathetic that that franchise is like they should be relegated. Oh. It's like, bad. So here's the thing. Their first pick of the draft, they take a quarterback, right? That they are going to put into an impossible situation. Oh, like yeah. like Sorry Davis. Impossible <laughs> situation. Like I mean, no talent around this dude whatsoever. If he plays Right, because they have Tarod, right? So yeah. here's the other thing. Yeah. How's so if he plays, so if not, then that's just an even more wasted that's what pick. I'm saying. Because they're going to be the worst team in the league, which means they're going to draft at the top of the draft, which they have no foresight, which means you're going to be able to draft the best quarterback in the draft next year if you want to. It's ridiculous, man. Because you're going to have the first or second pick in the draft, so you're going to be able to draft the best quarterback next year. So it's like it's a wasted pick all around. It's like just this organization has no clue what's going on at all. They're living in the None. moment. You you draft a quarterback in the third round with a with your first pick, who if you put him in, it's impossible for him to succeed. Impossible with no talent around. You're going to lose all the games anyway. You're going to have a top draft pick next year, and then and then what? I mean, it's just it's. It's insanity. It's like what we're trying to figure out. You're going to get so red in the face when Davis Mills proves you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Matt. They got David Johnson. Just turn turn around and hand the ball. They got nine running backs, actually. They've got all the running backs. (laughs) They're just gonna line up. They're line up Navy style out there and just start, start <laughs> running with like five I mean, different backs. He's out. as good as DeAndre Hopkins, right? Isn't that what I learned last year? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail that. But it's just I was looking back on that and I was just like, man, this organization has no clue, none whatsoever. And that's after Bill O'Brien. Yeah, what they're doing. No. I was wondering what coach you guys are going to pick on this year because you can't pick on Anthony Lynn anymore. Oh, so I, I can't wait to see who's oh, gonna leader in the clubhouse, Detroit. Mm. Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Without even having a coach <laughs> again yet. yet. Yeah. Fortunately, there's always too many candidates. You know, like yeah. there, there will be multiple for them to choose yeah. from, without a doubt. Want to sneak this in, or should we do it after the break? Let's do it after. Do you want to yeah. do it after the break? Yeah. 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 Let's do it after the break. Rookie receiving yards will be next, and just uh, food for thought as we ponder what you might be able to bet for Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, and others. Uh, Devontae Adams. Led the uh, NFL in receiving yards last year. No, he did not. Pardon me. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins did. 14 O's. Uh, pardon me. Stefan Diggs first. These are not uh, listed in this category. Stefan Diggs, 15.35. DeAndre Hopkins, 14.07. And then Justin Jefferson at 1,400 uh, in the National Football League last year. Deon- uh, Justin Jefferson, again, that rookie campaign that we talked about. Not good enough to get him. Offensive Rookie of the Year. We'll look at those. Uh, we'll talk to Paul Sport from Fangraphs. We'll update all the scores going on right now. Warriors up four on the Pelicans. Kelly's on the Pels again.
on the other side right here at Visa's Primetime Action. the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Gil. Danielle. A um, couple things going on here. One, um, texting with my uh, buddy Jason Weingarten, who uh, we talk baseball all the time. Uh, just, you know, Angels at 13 and 14. Again, way early, way early. But 13 and 14, middling, kind of Angels-ish. Red Sox, uh, looks like they're on their way to being 18 and 12 tonight if this holds up against the Tigers. Should we be uh, thinking about guys like J.D. Martinez, MVP, as opposed to guys like Mike Trout? Like if the Angels don't make the playoffs and the Red right. Sox win a division. Oh, yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. I mean, I think it would Yeah. I think it would have to start leaning in that direction. Got to make He's the, crushing. He's crushing and you got to make the playoffs, right? If you're the Angels again way early, but just something to plant, a seed to plant. What was that stat you were giving Kelly where, oh, during the break? This was awesome. About Russell Westbrook? Oh, yeah, I got to pull that back up. But yes, post All-Star break. So, since the All-Star break, uh, Russell Westbrook leads the NBA in both assists and rebounds. He is first in assists with 386. Chris Paul is second with 252. It's more, uh, more than 130 wow. behind him. And then in rebounds, he has 394. Rudy Gobert has 388. That assist thing is almost like I almost want you to double. I almost want to call Tommy Beer who wrote this tweet, and say, Tommy, could you look that up again? That's incredible. It's wild, yeah. You got updates for us on some of these games, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We got uh, in the NBA, Steph dropping 17 on me in the first quarter again, so might be right back to last night's fun. That game's 45-39, Warriors just heading to break right now. Seven minutes left to go in the second quarter. Warriors one-and-a-half point live favorites, 234-and-a-half your live total. Suns in a nail-biter with the Cavs, 86-83. 40 seconds left to go in the third quarter in that game. The Hornets up on the Pistons, 73-66 to 40. Remaining in the third quarter there, Hornets 6.5 point live favorites, 203.5 is your live total. Nets and Bucks are at the half. Bucks leading at 66 to 58. Live numbers, Bucks 7.5. And 245 and a half down in Miami. Heat leading the Mavs 44 to 35. Eight and a half minutes left to go in the second quarter. Heat five and a half point live favorites. 230 and a half is your live total. Over in baseball, uh, Braves up big on the Nationals. Six nothing top of the sixth. The Brewer, uh, Brewers trailing the Phillies six to one. That is top of the fifth in that game. Astros and Yankees all tied up at three. Bottom of the fifth. Uh, live numbers there, Yankees minus 150, Astros plus 120, 10 and a half 
is your live total. Indians and Royals, bottom of the second, scoreless action in that game. And the White Sox have taken a 4-0 lead over the Reds. Dodgers-Cubs scoreless, top of the fourth. And that uh, Brooklyn-Milwaukee score again, 66-58. Milwaukee over Brooklyn uh, at the half, trying to uh, beat them in the... What are we calling a couplet with like a, a, a day in between? What do we call that? The split couplet. Split couplet. Yeah. Split couplet. Yep, I like that. I don't think we did a good enough job getting that out there this year. Didn't really? really did. Well, nobody on. else did. We, we, we did as good a job as anybody else. People should I... have picked up on that because that's, that's a good way to describe what's yeah. going on. No, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You're right. We should blame them. Yes. I agree. No, nobody else. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody else say uh, even give a term for those uh, games. So at least we did it. Giannis 21, KD 17, Kyrie 14. Um, all right, look at some more rookie totals here. Uh So we looked at passing props. There's also receiving props. We have Kyle Pitts, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, as Gil mentioned, uh, Kyle Pitts number here, the over, uh, 7.50 or under Devonta Smith, also 7.50 and a half and Jalen Waddles at 7.25 and a half. So 15.35, again, just for, you know, a gauge here, 15.35 total receiving yards led the NFL last year. That was Stephon Diggs. Justin Jefferson was the high rookie tally. Remember, he had an out-of-this-world rookie year, third overall with 1,400. Uh, You can't really expect that. Mm -hmm. By the way, he led the league with, uh, no, he didn't lead the league, but he also had like 15.91 yards per reception. I remember you guys trying to make the case for him. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, So Pitts with the Falcons. Obviously, this is the, you know, think about that offense. Smith with the Eagles. Waddle with the Dolphins. Right all right around the same number. Pitts, obviously, tight end. The other two wideouts. Only two tight ends eclipsed that number last season. Hmm. So that feels only, like a, only Kelsey and Waller. Yeah, that feels like a lofty number for him. I, I mean, I know it's there's just a lot of weapons on that team. I, I mean, I know that might mean it frees him up a little bit more, but man, that's a lot of a lot of guys for the ball to get around to. And Kittle probably would have, but he was hurt. Mm-hmm. So those are the big three. Now that said, Kelsey nearly doubled that number, but that's Travis <laughs> Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, but that's Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, a third round pick. Kittle, a fifth-round pick. Waller, a sixth-round pick. Pitts, fourth overall. It's like the guy in your fantasy league that drafted Gronk fourth overall, and you're like, oh, I can't believe you're, you're, you're drafting him there. And then in your head, you're like, I can't believe he drafted him. <laughs> So upset. So I'm assuming, too, here, these are regular season props. We're not including post? These are all regular season. Yes. yes. Okay. All regular Important season. To um, the thing is, is, I mean, if we could even mildly project how many targets Pitts is going to get, we could pretty easily come to a conclusion whether we want to go over or under here. But it's, it's, it's just how is the, you know, how is, how is he going to fit into this offense? I think the one thing we could do is if you did want to speculate, there is rumors out there that they might move Julio Jones. Right. So if you just wanted to take a flyer that could still get home, you would just play the over, right? Like you would, you would say, okay, listen, at 750 and a half, you know, we're talking if if we could get him a hundred targets, you know, like as big a play guy as he is, if you could get him a hundred targets, he's probably gonna go over the, the seven fifty and a half. And that's anyway, that's even with Julio Jones in town. And if Julio gets moved, which again there there still seems to be a little bit behind this, like a little bit behind this anyway about him getting moved. And then if he gets moved, then I think it would be a a lock, but 
that's uh, you know, there's a lot of ifs and things that would need to happen. These are situations. These are super hard to project. Other than you know what we're talking about here. Right. Here's the tight end numbers. Here's the rookie. You know, out of this world year for Justin Jefferson last year in, in a Vikings offense. But if I were to ask you, and and this is worth just this alone, which is just a first reaction, right? Without any other kind of way of quantifying it. And if I were just sitting, all right, which of these three is go- if, if you had to make one over bet on these three, and again, it's seven fifty and a half for both Pitts and Smith. 725 and a half for Waddle, courtesy of points bet. Which is the one that you instinctively would go, you'd have to make the one over bet on? And I will tell you what mine is. Mine is Waddle. Me too. Mine's Smith. Because? Because he he's going to step in and be the unquestioned number one. That's what I'm wondering. There's, Who has the best there's, opportunity there's here? No, yeah. There's no competition for targets in Philly. Yeah, no, and I, I, I like, would go the, the two wide receivers before I went Pitts, first of all. But I would, I guess, I trust the quarterbacking situation a little bit more in Miami. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. both of them have a fairly decent chance to go over, and both of them have a fairly decent chance to be the number one. But Miami did do the one-year deal with Fuller, with Will Fuller, mm-hmm. so he is going to be there. And you know how much of a role he's going to play. I guess we we will find out. But like from day one, Devontae Smith should step in and be the number one guy. Like I mean, there there's nobody else there that. I guess where, where I go with Waddle over Smith is Smith. So, so Waddle, we know, right? Waddle's a home run hitter. We don't expect Waddle to go over the middle necessarily. Right. Or, he's not catching eight right. yard ends. And with Smith, they're going to expect more from him than just being their Deshaun Jackson 2.0 in Philly. And I don't know if I can see that happening. Like, I just wonder if he ends up being the home run hitter type. And if we're talking about home run hitter versus home run hitter, I'm going Waddle. Your point is well taken, though. If he's the number one target, it, it might be the better bet. Because it might be by default, right? So, like, right. last year, Cortland Sutton goes down. Cortland Sutton goes down for Denver, right? Which kind of forced Jerry Judy into being the number one there in, in Denver, right? Like, I don't think anybody... I don't think any of us would have been like, oh, he's having a, you know, Jerry Judy had a monster season. I don't think any of us would have said that. He went for 856 yards last year, right? So he eclipsed this number strictly because his role changed and went into, like, that number one. He had to, right? Like, yeah. Cortland Sutton goes down. He becomes a de facto number one, number one wide receiver. So I, I think there is a lot of stock in just the fact that he's doesn't really have any competition for being that number one dude. Um, and we keep saying again, and the extra game. I worry about Devontae. I do. Just go, going because over the of middle. Jaylen or no, just going over the middle against like a Washington defense. Um, just getting, just getting destroyed. Size wise, yeah. Just hey, he, he a little guy. He a little guy. Yeah, he's 165 pounds. Is there any kind of small benefit that these guys are being reunited with their former teammates? Waddle with with Jalen, or excuse me, Smith with Jalen Hurts, and then Jalen Waddle gets to be with Tua. An excellent question. I think Waddle with Tua for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I don't like think Smith and Hurts, I don't think there was that many receptions. I mean, said, that's I, my guy, you know, when he <laughs> got drafted. He's like, oh, you know, even when I wasn't even committed yet to Alabama, he was trying to get me to come there. So, I mean. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. We spent more time on that one than the quarterback one, which I thought was, uh, which is, it, this one's My initial lean actually to all three is over, if we're being honest. My initial lean to all three is over. Even Pitts. Even even uh, even Pitts because I think that we're going to see. I think it's going to be like 
the NFL's version of the air raid, essentially, with the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, so let me like, give you that, – that's a good way of putting it. So let me give you an idea where 750 and a half ranks in terms of – from last year. For tight ends. In terms of total number of yards. Again, that's 16 games, not 17, right? Right. You would have only had to have gotten in the top 44 receiving yards in all of football to, to get to 750 and a half. Obviously, 725 and a half even lower than that in an extra game. Uh, for all you Star Wars geeks out there, may the fourth be with you. What the heck is on my head? Oh, I wanted to be Chewbacca. But it <laughs> okay. works It works really beautifully with Kelly's beard. Look at the transition Kelly there. Kelly looks very comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, may the fourth be with you. You'll Come back. Not plus. Not plus. Come back. We'll <laughs> update all the scores. Are you gruntled there, Gil? Ball Spore. I think I'm, I think I'm heavily disgruntled right there. Ball Spore will join us. It's Vincent's Primetime Action. 